Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter, Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you're having a great start to your new week. Well, in this episode, we will be talking with a fellow organizer, Louise Hawkins, and she will be sharing how we can get rid of some of our stuff. And of course, I will be sharing my product suggestion, app suggestion, repurpose suggestion, my book suggestion of the week, and of course, information about my upcoming webinar. And the question of this week is, name one thing you own right now that you know is junk and you have to toss it. You need to toss it. So one thing that you know is just utterly junk, but you keep holding on to it and you need to let it go. So please share that with me. And of course, um, I went on a website called Buddha. And it says, sometimes we hold on to things simply because we want to appreciate, enjoy, or honor those memories. But other times, they tether us to the past and serve as physical representations of limiting stories we tell ourselves. It is not the stuff that carries an emotional charge. It is the meaning we give to it. Which is why I wanted fellow organizer Louise Hopkins of the Slave Space, excuse me, Reclaimers, originally from New Zealand, now calls Calgary home after 11 years with her husband and young son. She has lived in several different cities and has moved house more times than she can remember. Growing up in a large family, she had limited resources for extra stuff and spent a lot of time creating family memories which now she can understand and appreciate the value of those special memories. People become so busy in their lives that sometimes they forget to live in the moment. She became an organizer because she wanted to help individuals, families, and couples implement systems and have less items around the home and create peace of mind, spirit, and soul. Getting to the root of cause of why You Collect Stuff is the foundation for leading a happier, healthier life. So sit back and listen to my interview with Louise Hopkins of The Space Reclaimers. Well, hello, listeners. I am always excited to bring you another segment of Got Clutter, Get Organized. And I'm excited because I'm talking to a fellow organizer, but also because we are talking about a topic that sometimes can be a little difficult to navigate, and that is when we talk about collecting things and how when we collect too much, then we don't have enough space for the things we love, and sometimes we don't even have enough space to navigate in our homes. So I brought with us Louise Hopkins. Louise, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. So, Louise, the first question I have for you is what what made you become a professional organizer? Yeah, it's always a great question. You know, I actually kind of stumbled across it um, about four years ago. Um, I was looking for something to do, something different, a career change. And um, I happened to find something, uh, someone was advertising, uh, organizing business. And I'm like, this sounds super interesting. 
um, and I knew I always wanted to help people and have some sort of service that I could help. So I looked into it a bit more and I thought, you know what, I'm going to start that myself and add a little twist to my own. Um, because what I was really interested in is helping people let go of their stuff, like the emotional side of it, which is what we'll go into later. But um, yeah, so it was something I was really, um, it's really excited to get started. And so, yeah, it was about four years ago, then the Space Reclaimers was born. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess my question is, um, for our topic tonight, is why do we collect? Why do we like hold on to stuff? Yeah, it's a, you know, this is a really broad question and answer. There's so many different categories. So I love acronyms. That's kind of my thing because it helps me remember things. So I came up with one uh, called reason of why we collect clutter. So it's like the top six reasons. Um, what I find when I deal with clients or talk to them and it seems to be. So what it is, is uh, reason is retail therapy and E is emotions. A is assigned time. S is sentimental, O is overwhelmed, and no. So people can't say no. So I'll, again, I'll go into that. But I find these are the reasons that, you know, something's going to trigger that. So the retail therapy, it's either, you know, you're having an emotional time and you're like, oh, I find a bargain. So it's like, you know, I really need that. I love a good bargain. But then what I do, I'll explain some strategies of how to deal with that and some questions we need to talk to ourselves. And I, I kind of do rules and guidelines because I think it helps, right? So it's like having a conversation with yourself and giving you the tools to stop that. So when you notice the triggers to actually go, oh, hang on a minute, do I really need to go out and do that? Um, and just sort of overcoming the assigning time because that's a big one too, right? We're all so busy. Um, and then we don't prioritize it, right? So um, I just sort of talk about that a little bit further. Yeah, so that's mm. what I find at the top six reasons, yeah. And I, and I like the way you just, you know, listed them. And, and like you said, it's so broad on the reasons why we collect things. I mean, like you said, some people do that retail therapy or they see stuff. They may see something on sale, but I'm thinking, it's on sale, but do you need 20 of them? Yes. You know, sometimes you have to ask yourself some questions. So, you know, and when you said that, I remember a few years ago where I belonged to a group where we decided we weren't going to buy anything for six months. And everybody, you just didn't say you weren't going to buy anything. You just you had to have a reason behind it. Some people wanted to save a vacation. One woman was saving for a house. You know, I wanted to really focus more on, on debt. So sometimes, you know, you have to find out. For me, yet, like you said, that emotional. It's like, hmm, not feeling good. I'll go out and buy something, make myself feel better. So when you're working with clients and, you know, you, you share it with a lot of the different reasons, for what are some of the strategies? Because we're in a new year. Yes. People are looking at their stuff. Sometimes they feel like, well, you know, last year I said I was going to do this. Didn't do it. So what are some things that they can do that will help them maybe move forward with getting rid of some things and maybe stopping that pattern? Yeah, totally. So actually it was a really good, uh, what you pointed out. That's one, the first step I always sort of say to my clients is think of your greater good. So just what you did, have your goal. So you need to have that end uh, in sight because it's not easy. It really isn't because you're changing your mindset, you're changing your habits. So it's really difficult for people, right? So um, what I've come up with, so again, I like listing things, right? Because it just makes it easier. Um, and I say to people, try and pick the top, um, 
maybe one to three, uh, which you feel is kind of like your triggers. So um, with retail therapy, it's having a conversation with yourself. Like, um, you know, when you're going to buy something, you know, all the rules we've kind of heard of, use one in, one out rule. Ask yourself the questions. Do I love it? Do I need it? Um, but also, do I have a spot for it? Um, do I actually have a place for this? So I'm, I'm really tough when I go shopping. I actually used to think I was a little different because I would have this conversation in my head and I'd have to picture exactly where that item was going, even though it was beautiful, even though it was half priced or whatever it is. Um, it's like, no, I don't have a spot for it. I don't need it. So I'd walk away from a shopping trip with nothing sometimes, which I used to think was a little different. Um, and then, so with that trigger, you need to sort of see when you're triggered. Like, is it just because you love a bargain or something's happening at home? So, um, perhaps, you know, have a list of things that you like to do, go for a run, go for a hike, meet a friend for a coffee, that kind of thing. Right. Um, then emotions. I find post-it notes are kind of a fun way to do it. So if you're struggling with something, so emotions is like, it could be a negative emotion or a positive emotion. So when you're struggling with some items, go to a certain area, uh, write down the first emotion that comes to your mind. It's either like, you know, happiness, joy, or it's like guilt. So sometimes with guilt, we hold on to things because um, someone gave it to you. So it's like, I can't get rid of it, Right. Or um, it's to remind you of a past life. So you're kind of like, I don't want to get into that situation again. Thinking it's helping you. But if it's a negative emotion, um, it should be an easier decision to, to part with it, right? Um, sorry, I'm trying to, I know there's lots we could talk about this, but um, I'll just give some brief ones. And then assign time. So with that one is give yourself a deadline and say it out loud. So say it to people, post it on Facebook. I'm going to get this done at a certain time, right? So give yourself um, a realistic time, but also say, I'm going to do half an hour each day, half an hour, two to three days. So work in small, tiny tasks, I kind of call them. Um, but saying it out loud is actually committing you to it, right? Um, and then sentimental. So this is really hard because um, when an item has belonged to someone that may have passed on or, um, you're really struggling with that, but you need to give yourself permission to let go because that memory is, you know, you still have that person, you still have that memory with you. Um, and what I suggest with some of those things is if it's a piece of furniture, it's really neat because now people can repurpose them, right? Um, you can make it into a, a metal hanger. You could make it into a serving tray, a uh, picture frame, something fun like that, right? Or if it's a blanket or a piece of their clothing, people are changing them and making them into uh, blankets or something like that too, right? Um, overwhelm. So make, that's actually where I go back to my tiny task list. I find this really helps. So if you say I'm going to clean the kitchen, that's a pretty big task, right? You kind of like, oh, that just overwhelms you straight away there, right? You could say, I am going to start by wiping down the counters. I'm going to start by um, emptying the dishwasher. Um, start by um, perhaps going through a few cupboards to minimize, which is always good. Um, just those simple steps there. And then no, when you can't say no. So this is a really tricky one. So when family, friends, and neighbors, you know, they're all well-meaning, they come along and they give you a box of things. So like, you know, say your parents come along and say, hey, I've kept all these childhood things for you. 
or my China that <laughs> I can see you're like, yes, uh, China, that's always a really tough one too, because it's been in the family for generations. So how I sort of say it's, and it's really conversation with that one. And it's a really, really tough one. I know we get that, but that's where it's start that communication early. If you do have parents and you can see they have a lot of stuff that, that um, like that in their home, just sort of start having that conversation and say, you know what, mom, dad, I don't really have space for this. What can we do with your China? So it's really just opening up that communication, right? I think is the biggest thing and it could be tough at first. I'm not going to lie. It's always a tough, tough, difficult situation, Um, but just open up that conversation. And then what you could do is say, if if someone does drop off, you know, that people are finished with these toys. Now your kids can have them, right? They mean well, (laughs) but you can say, you know what? We have enough. Thank you so much for thinking of us. Can I take these to donation for you? So you're taking that kind of away from them and you're actually going to do something with them. Um, so that's kind of, uh, I know it's, it's pretty quick, but that's just those in kind of a nutshell, right? Just some strategies that we can help with those. Um, yeah. So I think, does that make kind of sense for you? And like that sort of, yeah. <laughs> and, and, it, and it does because a couple of things you said, the one thing, well, a couple of things. The first thing was, I remember there was a friend I used to shop with. And that, every time I shopped, we always bought stuff. And then after a while, I was like, I can't go shopping with him anymore. But then also when you were talking about making room for things, I remember, you know, people used to tell me, oh, the, the paper towels are on sale. And so here I was with 18, the case, but I don't have space for that. So I've learned how to like, you know what, I don't need that many. I'll maybe buy two at a time. Put one, you know, in the little, uh, or, you know, contain, uh, not the container, the stand, and have the other one as a backup, and that's it. I don't need, like, 16 other and trying to figure out and navigate where those go. So those are some good questions that, you you know, people need to ask themselves. And like you said, you do have to talk to yourself. Just like, wait a minute. Cause, you know, because one time I went to a store, and they had, um, because I wanted to use my debit card, they had a minimum that you had to buy. And of course, my what I wanted to buy didn't meet the minimum requirements. So I walked out. I was like, I'm not going to add any more that I need. So those were some great, those are some great tips, um, um, Louise. Great tips, great tips. So and all that you do for your clients, how do you manage to stay organized in your home and your life? Because I know, like you said, this time of year, you know, the beginning, the end of the year can be a little wonderfully busy for us. So how do you do it? I like the way you say that, wonderful busy, yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to put it, right? Um, you know what, uh, for me, it's, um, I've always led kind of a minimalist lifestyle. So growing up in a large family, so there were six kids, we didn't really have a lot of fun. So we, I never felt like I was going without or anything. So we uh, just really never had much stuff in the house um, and just kept things really simple, which sounds kind of easier than it is, but it's just really keeping things simple. And I traveled for many years, so I was really good at not collecting stuff and moving from country to country. So for me with my family, when I started settling down, I moved from New Zealand to Canada and then I had family working full time. I was working part time on my business, which we're now full time. It was like something needs to change here. 
So I've never, and I always openly admit that, I've never been a super organized person. I've just led a simple, minimalist life. So now with the family and working, I will change little tasks. So I will make sure, see, I always work in tiny tasks. For me, it works really well for my brain. Um, I prepare things. So I have, make sure I have lists, you know, do meal planning, um, and then also preparing lunches the night before. Cleaning up at the end of the night, I feel, is really super important in the kitchen. So when you come down, it's mindset, right? So you're like, oh, okay, great. It's a fresh start. Let's go. Um, I pack my son's bag the night before. Um, it's, it's really just, there's always those days when you don't feel like doing it, right? But it's trying to stay on top of those things. And communication is another big one with my husband. We're always like writing in a, actually I'm old school and I will write it down. <laughs> I have my electronic calendar and then I have his, the one we use. So he'll always look at that as well. So we look at that for bills, for um, like school activities, things like that. So um, that's kind of how I stay uh, organized, I guess. Just breaking things down into tiny time and making sure, even when I don't feel like doing it, you know, that little push to do it is a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes, we, yes, we all have that little push. It's like, okay, I'm just going to do this one more little thing so I can cross it off of my list. Exactly. Well, we, this has been a great conversation. So how can listeners get in contact with you and connect with you? Sure. So we have a Facebook, um, Who Loves to Organize? Uh, so we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram at The Space Reclaimers. Um, and also our website is thespacereclaimers.ca. Um, yeah, so we do that. And so we're just launching um, our Reclaim Your Space online course as well. So that actually goes into this in a lot more depth as well. So yeah, so uh, something I'm very passionate about and helping share with people. Well, listeners, as you know, I always have a direct link to our guest's website so you can connect with them directly via the show page. But we thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. So what was your takeaway from that interview with Louise? Did you hear yourself? You know, I as she went through those reasons why we hold on to stuff, you know, I could hear and see myself doing some of those things. So I would love to know. And of course, you can always comment by just clicking that button on this show page. So now I wanted to share with you some tips from Taylor's Tip Time on just going through your stuff, just to kind of follow up with what we said. So you, first of all, you're going to have to decide, decide, hmm, tongue tied today, decide where you are going to begin. Is it going to be the toys? Is it going to be the container? Is it going to be the, the bag? Is it going to be the closet? Schedule a time and a date to start, just like an appointment with a doctor or your hairstylist. Get support if you need it. You know, sometimes we need help going through stuff. When I went through all of my mother's paperwork after she had passed away, and I'm talking all those bills, she passed away in 2001. She had bills from the 60s. My girlfriend came over with the kids and a shredder, and I had a shredding party. So sometimes you do need support. Have enough trash bags, label items, etc. Because you don't want to get into the groove of things and all of a sudden realize, oh, I didn't get trash bags. I didn't get boxes. Where's the marker? Where the label? So just make sure you have some of the basic tools and supplies you need. 
And again, celebrate your small successes. Okay, so you got through a bag, pat yourself on the back because that's one less bag you have to go through the next time. So those are just a few tips in my Taylor's Tips time. Well, I want you to, if you are ready, I mean really ready to get organized, then consider a virtual session for those of you who may not be in the immediate area. Because if you've been trying to work through your piles and clutter and you just need strategies and somebody to to, to create a, a, a steps from A to Z on how you can conquer your clutter, how you can get things done, how you can work through it, give you motivation, give you support, then check out my virtual system. There's an orange button on my web page and you can click that for a 15 minute session with me. Well, of course, I want to thank you for always following me on social media for your comments. Um, Also, continue to subscribe to my YouTube channel because I will be posting things up there. And of course, I've got repurposing videos. I've got product videos and more. And of course, always check out my Pinterest board and check out. I have a specific board on clutter and its impact on us mentally. So check that board out as well. Well, I'm getting excited because we're getting closer to my Power Keys to an Organize You webinar, which will be January 29th from 8 to 8.45. It's going to be very short, short and sweet. And there's a link on this show page as well as on Facebook and Instagram. So you can, you know, register on either one of those ways. And really, it's a free webinar. It's really to give you some keys on how to just manage your time, manage your stuff, manage your life in this new year. So please, if you've got clothes on the back of the banister, on the back of the door, on the exercise equipment, if you've got piles all over your house and you can't even see it, see the clear surfaces, check it out, especially if you panic when the doorbell rings. <laughs> so please sign up today. Well, today is Monday. Tomorrow is Toss It Tuesday. And tomorrow on Toss It Tuesday, or maybe Wednesday where you are, I challenge you to toss some junk and reclaim your space. So if you know that there is some junk in your corner, and we all know what junk is, I'm not identifying anything that you feel is valuable, but I mean the junk. I mean, you put the desk together and you still have the box. Or, you know, you got rid of a piece of equipment and you still have all the manuals. You own every manual from the time you started buying electronics. That kind of stuff. Get rid of it. So my app suggestion for this week is there is a veterans, Vietnam Veterans of America. Vietnam Veterans of America. And you can go out there and you can donate your stuff. And I'm talking stuff that is usable, that you don't use, like clothing. It could be stairs, it could be TVs, it could be small appliances. The Vietnam Veterans of America, Vietnam Veterans of America, go out there, check them out, and they will come and pick up your stuff. You may have all kinds of things that can benefit them and their organization, and it will take almost anything. Also, you know, all you have to do is put the items out, Label it for the Vietnam Veterans of America, and the driver will look for your donation from the street and he will pick it up. That is. 
my product suggestion for this week is back of the door organizers because we all have doors. So why not use that vertical space to organize something? One of my clients has a very small apartment and she used the back of the door for her toiletries. Other people use them for shoes. You can use them in pantries. You can use them in craft room and office, wherever. So back of the door organizers. My repurpose suggestion for the week is to repurpose a lot of maybe glass and cans and doors and and baby furniture. So a lot of times you don't want to get rid of this stuff and you you collect it. But why not make it useful? Getting a little horse here. My book selection for this week is Declutter Your Mind, 12 Secret Steps to Clear Mental Clutter for a Lifetime of Peace and Bliss. Again, Declutter Your Mind, 12 Secret Steps to Clear Mental Clutter for a Lifetime of Peace and Bliss. And my quote for the week is, are you ready for this one? If price is the best thing about something, you should not buy it. By Peter Walsh. If price is the best thing about something, you should not buy it. Ever. Ever by Peter Walsh. So I hope you'll join me for some upcoming episodes where we again we'll be talking about this is hobby month, January's hobby month. So how to organize those hobby and craft supplies, and of course how to get rid of your stuff. So you can thrive. We all want to thrive, not only in this new year, but in this new decade. So I thank you for listening. Be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, on your social media network. Please visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com. And until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, have an organized week. Organization is the quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter, Get Organized.